You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. Nurses at Rochester General Hospital have voted to authorize a two-day strike. WXXI's Randy Gorbin has more. Union officials released a statement on Thursday night saying that more than 90 percent of those voting on authorizing a strike were in favor of taking that action. The one-year-old union, the Rochester Union of Nurses and Allied Professionals, represents about 900 registered nurses. They said in their statement the decision to strike was not taken lightly, but union officials say they're concerned over what they call inadequate staffing levels and unsafe working conditions. The union says the strike would be a two-day walkout that would happen on August 3rd and 4th. A statement from Rochester Regional Hospital earlier this week called the strike threat disappointing and said they see progress at the bargaining table and believe that a fair contract can be reached. But the union contends unsafe staffing has been a persistent issue at RGH, and it said that with a strike, the nurses aim to bring attention to that situation and prompt immediate action from hospital management. Randy Gorman, WXXI News. Last month, a six-year-old was struck and killed by a commercial truck as he crossed Thurston Road near Sawyer Place in Rochester. Now city officials are asking their Monroe County counterparts to sign off on safety improvements to that intersection. WXXI's Jeremy Mole reports. I never seen my son like that. My son never got sick. Um, He was a fighter. Like, he just... He was just an amazing kid. He played football. He was an honor roll student. He was reading at a third grade level, even though he was just going to second grade. Like, he was he was an amazing kid. That's Farasa Brown, Ryan Grantham Jr.'s mother. As she stands next to a memorial for her son on Thurston Road, she talks about what he was like and how she held him as he took his last breath. RJ was the twinkle of the family's eye. He was the youngest of the family, so to, to lose RJ... It was a bit much. But Brown is turning her family's loss into action. She worked with 19th Ward leaders and neighbors to launch a petition asking the city to take steps to make the intersection safer. They want high-visibility pedestrian crossing signs and speed display signs. They've also asked the city to construct a dedicated walkway separated from the road. The petition received over 2,000 signatures and was presented to city council on Tuesday. Mayor Malik Evans says the city has already reached out to Monroe County about the improvements. The city works through the county on all traffic issues, from speed bumps to signal lights, so it needs the county sign-off to put the requested traffic calming measures in place. This is something that is very concerning to me, um, and as I know it is to all of you um, that, that are here as well. We, we have to in- improve pedestrian safety, um, not only in Rochester, but across the country. Jeremy Mole, WXXI News. A vessel called the Golden Rule will be at the Port of Rochester for the next few days to raise awareness about the growing danger of nuclear war. The 30-foot, 34-foot sailboat is sailing on a 15-month voyage, stopping at different ports around the U.S. Captain Kiko Johnson Katazawa of Hawaii says due to their proximity to Japan and connections between families during World War II, many Hawaiians have remained opposed to nuclear weapons. You'll have people who saying, well, we had to do it because otherwise thousands of people, both civilian and military, would have died in an invasion. Or you have people who say, no, that that wasn't necessary and there were other reasons that was done. You don't really have that much of an argument in Hawaii. In Hawaii, most people go, no, that was bad. That should not have happened and that should never happen again. Kitazawa was a guest on WXXI's Connections. For more than 30 years, people have been coming from around the world to the annual Finger Lakes Grassroots Festival of Music and Dance near Ithaca. WXXI's Jim Catalano reports on this year's event. 
Like the fictional village of Brigadoon, Grassroots Festival emerges from hibernation every July at the Trumansburg Fairgrounds, just a few miles north of Ithaca. More than 100 bands from all over the country and around the world perform at the four-day event. And you can hear everything from rock, reggae, blues, and zydeco to country, gospel, old-time, and African music on the festival's five stages. And if you like to dance, Grassroots is a place for you. Wilson Savoie is a member of the Pine Leaf Boys, a Cajun band from Lafayette, Louisiana. He and his group are playing an all-night dance this year. You know, the first three hours, okay, I can handle that. But around four in the morning, when you look out in the audience, and uh, it gets kind of crazy at four in the morning. So uh, that's always fun and quite interesting. Around 15,000 people attend Grassroots, attracted by its unmistakable feel. Jeb Perrier is a co-founding member of Donna the Buffalo, the host band that started Grassroots back in 1991. There's a lot of powerful people here then play great music in that vibration goes out in the, the world and there's a lot of really great people here that love music and they're receiving that and they've given that energy back and so that's essentially what happens at grassroots in trumansburg this is jim catalano for wxxi news you can find more local news on our website wxxinews.org